Welcome back, everybody. Episode 4 of Quick Drink. Prequel to episode 29. I'm not sure when episode 29 is coming. Beth, Bethany and I have been incredibly busy with work the last couple weeks, both out of town, both doing different stuff. So we'll get back on that regular schedule soon, but it's just crazy time at work for us. Um, yeah, so Quick Drink. I am coming to you live-ish. I'm doing this live, you're listening to this, who knows when, from Covington, Kentucky, where I'm at a work conference. I am now sitting in my hotel room, watching the World Series, got a little bit of a mobile setup here for you because I am that dedicated to delivering content, getting new content out, doing podcasts to hopefully entertain you, so hopefully you enjoy it. my setup is quite different than the one at home. I have my laptop, a speaker, a little kind of mixer box here, and I'm just doing it right here at the hotel desk. So if the sound sound if things sound a little different, if it's not quite what you're used to, that's kind of the reason behind it. It's I'm not at home, um, but I, I brought some stuff with me just so that I could do it on the road, just to test it out, see what it's like. Um, maybe when we're traveling, we could, you know, do some things remotely when when we travel. So this is kind of a test, but it's also I had a pretty fun idea um, that that I wanted to to talk about and thought, why not kill two birds with one stone? Anyway, this is Quick Drink Episode Four, a podcast for people who never finished podcasts but wish they could. Um, it's pretty much all the topics I want to talk about that I know my wife B really doesn't care about. This week's topic is going to be controversial. I've made some statements through different social media, Facebook, whatever, publicly that about a beloved to some cart- Halloween cartoon. We are now less than a week from Halloween. Um, so what I thought I would do is I'm going to watch the great, it's a great it's the great pumpkin charlie brown i'm going to watch it live right now um, on my computer you will not be able to hear it Um, so if you would kind of want to follow along with what i'm talking about i'm going to ramble about the cartoon Um, yeah so just to give you an idea if you want to follow along kind of like a dvd commentary or whatever this is my dvd commentary on it's the great pumpkin charlie brown just to let you know i'm starting it right now if you want to match it up it is right where the beginning where we are linus and lucy are coming out of the house so here we go here's our boy linus um takes one bite out of that fresh freshly good apple (laughs) throws it right in the trash can Uh, i think it's just kind of foreshadowing for how selfish Um, this dude is you know he is not a good dude I do not think Um, he's pretty selfish and it's kind of exhibited in that in in that he took a bite out of a perfectly good apple keeps walking throws it away and onto the pumpkin patch pick out the pumpkin so Linus is a sociopath I don't you know I don't know what I don't know why people enjoy uh, this cartoon so much I don't get it. It's not something that I think is overly enjoyable, you know. You know, and I say that playfully. I say that um, not to be, not seriously. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's one of those nostalgic things. I get it. 
um, but the older I've gotten, I realize how ridiculous and how funny it actually is. More, It's more funny to hate on it because so many people like it, but I don't hate the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. I just think Linus is a sociopath, and um, I'm going to tell you why as we kind of move through this cartoon. Um, yeah, so... I hope everybody's doing all right out there. I got kind of my eyes on the World Series, so if I sound a little distracted, I'm also watching that. It's been a long day at work, um, sitting through about 12 hours worth of just different meetings and showcases for different bands, musicians. It's just it's hard to to keep up with all that stuff. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's why I'm in Cincinnati working. Um, here comes Linus again crying didn't know he was going to kill the pumpkin what did she think she was going to do when, when they picked up that pumpkin out of the pumpkin patch it's Halloween You know, this dude is just he needs to get his stuff together um, so yeah we're just kind of moving through it's a great pumpkin Charlie it's not an exciting cartoon <laughs> it's really not there's just a lot of awkward things going on here um if you're watching the World Series, the World Series has been pretty exciting. It's Game 3, it's 2-1, two, 2-3-1, one. Um, two one, sorry, 3-1 Astros. Looks like it's in the 5th or 6th inning. Um, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. More like it's a giant turd, Charlie Brown, am I right? Um, yeah, so here we go. Kind of getting into it. You know, you got Snoopy here. Snoopy's like the star of, of this particular cartoon. Walking around blowing up leaves and stuff. So, I hope everybody's doing good out there. I mean, I don't know if anybody's enjoying this or not. Just kind of me talking to myself. Um, Charlie Brown's currently working on his huge pile of leaves. Um, Snoopy just blew, blew one. Here's here's our boy Linus eating a giant lollipop instead of helping his buddy. As soon as he sees Charlie Brown's nice pile of leaves, what's his dickhead do? Goes jumps right in it. Ain't no wonder Charlie Brown is kind of like, I don't know why. <laughs> Linus is pissed about his, his wet lollipop. It's crazy. <laughs> I got to remember that you guys can't hear this. I, I hear it in my ear right now, but so I can't with the long pauses. Charlie Brown going to fall for the football trick again. She says every time she's going to hold it steady, she says. She ain't going to hold it steady. You're doomed. <laughs> she says you can trust him. I wouldn't trust her. It is. He's got a signed document. Here we go. I don't know if this part's in the actual TV. I think this might have been cut for TV. He's going to kick the football, he thinks. He ain't going to kick that football. You and I know it. Well, here we go. He's flat on his back. The signed contract. Lucy, man. Both those kids, Lucy and Linus, psychopaths. 
Here's Linus right to the Great Pumpkin. What's crazy to me about this is he hates on Santa Claus. He believes in the Great Pumpkin, which is fine. Everybody's entitled to believe what they what they want, but nobody's ever heard of the Great Pumpkin. Everybody knows Santa Claus. Everybody knows Easter Bunny. Everybody knows a Tooth Fairy. But he's making up the Great Pumpkin. It's nuts to me. These guys hate each other, Linus and Charlie Brown. They claim to be best friends, but they're always at each other's throats about stuff. kids live where where does this take place I'd love to know <laughs> Snoopy laughing his ass off at this it's crazy <laughs> why do these kids like each other here comes Lucy the voice of reason in this whole shit show What neighborhood? What neighborhood do they live in? She says she's a laughing stock in the neighborhood. Where do these guys, where do these kids live? Where are the parents in all this? Physical violence. Threatening with physical violence is the key to everything. Linus, man. So selfish. Where do where are all these kids coming from? How do they know he's writing letters? Like like they're just coming in off the street. Do they know he's writing? Did he put it out there? Here comes Sally, such an enabler. <laughs> she looks dead ass like Charlie Brown too. It's crazy. I know they're brother and sister, so that's gonna happen, but it's Charlie Brown with hair. Such a relationship. <laughs> oh man. This is much harder than I thought it was going to be to sit through this. I really don't enjoy this cartoon as much as I used to. All these guys, like, where do they come from? Where are they going? Are they just waiting in a room? Is it like, uh, is he, is he. Where's he at where all these guys are just popping in? Here he goes off to mail his letter to the Great Pumpkin. Where does he mail it? Where does he send it to? What's the address? Like, I would love to know more about the Great Pumpkin. You know, at least where it came from, where he got it. Um, what's the address? Um, thank God he's still got his blanket, but... I will give him props for this letter toss. I mean, look at this. Like three loops right into the mailbox. It's like Indiana Jones with that blankie. I just want to know where he sends it. Oh, here comes Charlie Brown all excited. He gets invited to a Halloween party. What, what has Charlie Brown done to deserve to be treated the way he's been treated in all the cartoons? Like what horrible crimes has he committed that, that everybody hates him? Like, nobody likes Charlie Brown. It's crazy to me. Damn, Lucy. Why you gotta be so mean? 
You'd be so mean to Charlie Brown. He's done nothing. He's nothing ever. He's not anything but nice to you. Here goes Linus out to the pumpkin patch. Uh -huh. you, you, you have to watch the cartoon. If you don't watch the cartoon, you're not going to get anything out of listening to this particular. I've come to realize as I'm sitting here just kind of rambling to myself that you're not going to get anything out of this episode unless you're watching the the, the actual cartoon along with it. And even then, maybe it's not funny. Does anybody even actually care about this? Lucy's the voice of reason, but she's also doubly a bitch. And the witch costume is very fitting for her personality. And why are all these kids going as ghosts? How old is Lucy? Like, how much older is she than... <laughs> or how much younger is she than the rest of her friends? Are these all the same age? What's the deal here? Where's her friends? Why isn't she chick or treating with her friends? I don't think any of these kids like each other. Tricks or treats? Sally can't even get her costume on, right? Charlie Brown has trouble with the scissors. He's got a million holes in his. <laughs> Lucy is just the most straight-faced. Deliver any line straight-faced. And then some people like her. The way she talks to people. Just not overly mean or overly emotional, but... Gets her point across. Here comes Pigpen. Why haven't the cops done a welfare check on Pigpen's house? I mean, get an agency involved. The kid is dirty all the time, and nobody is like saying a word about it. Nobody <laughs> get this kid some help. Where are his parents? Where are the parents in general? Who's checking their candy when they're done trick or treating? comes the Red Baron. The best part of this whole cartoon is the Red Baron storyline. I don't even know what is the Red Baron. Let's look it up. It's the history of the Red Baron. The Red Baron was the name uh, applied to Manfred von Richthofen, a German fighter pilot who was the deadliest flying ace in World War I. During a 19-month period between 1916 and 1918, the Prussian aristocrat shot down 80 Allied aircraft and won widespread fame for his scarlet-colored airline or airplanes and ruthless, effective, ruthlessly effective fighting style, flying style. Huh. It's interesting. So it was a real. I mean, I knew it was a real thing, but why though? Why? Why portray the Germans? Like, why? Hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> You're about to sing pumpkin carols? Did I hear that? Is that we that part? I was reading Red Baron stuff, sorry. Let's see, World Series. 
3-1 in the bottom of the fifth, but the Nats got two on, two, one or two outs. Could tie it up. I don't know if this is any good or not. I don't know if people are going to enjoy this. <laughs> Here comes Sally back to the pumpkin patch. Such an enabler. Like, just... This relationship is weird. Do they like each other? Are they boyfriend? I know Sally loves Linus, but are they are they in a, are they a couple? Sally's very violent too. Hangs out with Lucy too much. Such a dysfunctional relationship. It's just codependent relationship based on fear, based on violence, based on threats. And now they're happy. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, the trick-or-treaters. It's my favorite. It's my favorite holiday. I mean, every, yeah, Christmas, Thanksgiving. But it's. I think it's... Halloween to me is... I don't... I like when the kids dress up. I like being able to be old enough now that to hand out candy and just see all the kids come around. We were talking about the other night, we were talking about, um, Bethany and I were talking about just trick-or-treat, maybe it was the last episode, trick-or-treat traditions, and I don't remember when we were talking about it exactly, but what we did, Charlie Brown with his rocks. What did he do to anybody? Why does he get like a thousand rocks? Why do the parents hate him so much? Again, what are you hiding, Charlie Brown? What crimes? Like she threw, she threw a rock in his bag. Anyway, Bethany were talking, and I were talking about what we did for Halloween, and we had very different experiences growing up for Halloween. Um, she dressed up, but at a certain point, she—I thought she said maybe ten or twelve. She didn't trick or treat anymore, um, and that was really to us. That was like prime time. You know, middle school, um, we, I remember we used to dress up and we would trick-or-treat at home, a group of us get around to as many houses as we could at home. Then we would go to East Liverpool, the next town over, try to catch their trick-or-treat. You always went to Russell Heights up on the hill in Wellsville because that's where they gave out the full candy bars. Um, and we just, we killed because... You know, we, we we put in a lot of time and effort to to get all that candy. Bethany said that they always had Halloween party bonfires, which, I mean, they watched scary movies, which, yeah, we did that kind of stuff too. But um, her indifference to trick-or-treating is, is, is haunting, that she just didn't care about it that much. Probably why she doesn't like to dress up as, as much as I do now. So we don't really have a good Halloween costume this year. I'm getting on a tangent. Red Baron's in the sky. Again, this is the best part of the storyline. I just don't know why the Red Baron, why? I mean, during World War One, they were our enemies, right? Like, we fought the Germans and stuff. Hmm. I'd love to know why he, why Charles Schultz chose... Snoopy going crazy.
<laughs> they're firing back at them. So I'd love to hear what you guys, I mean, we're, I know we're working our way through this cartoon and still got a little bit of a way to go, but you know, what, what are some of your favorite Halloween traditions? What were some of your favorite Halloween costumes growing up? Um, if you have kids out there now, what traditions are you looking to pass on? You know, let us know. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to engage and just hear your stories, your favorite Halloween stories. Um, yeah you know so I, it's it's just a fun it's a fun holiday um maybe maybe snoopy wasn't the red bear maybe he got shot down by the red bear and maybe that's the story let's look that up snoopy and the red baron yeah i had that wrong snoopy is not the red baron he was shot down so that's why the Red Baron's in there. The Red Baron shot him down. Something I forgot. Okay, that makes much more sense now. That Snoopy is not the Red Baron. <laughs> Real huge realization for me. But now Snoopy's down behind enemy lines trying to make it back to gotcha. Just taught myself some stuff. Probably taught you guys some stuff too. Makes much more sense. <laughs> now that you actually read about it. <laughs> I think there was a Beatles song about the Red Baron too, if I am not mistaken. Guys are still sitting in a pumpkin patch. laughing at Linus and Sally. Poor Sally, she got suckered in, man. She got hustled by Linus. Sticking up for him, and now she's going to threaten him. There you go. Classic Sally. <laughs> Multiple personality. Here goes the Halloween party. Part like why do people hate Charlie Brown so much? Like just get his hopes up on fake being nice to him. Why is he so bald though? I mean has he got alopecia? You guys are just these kids are ruthless to him and he continues to come back for it. If there's a, I'm sure there is. It's Charlie Brown. Oh, psychopath. <laughs> Your friends are assholes, Charlie Brown. There's <laughs> an article. Let's read a little bit of this. Your friends are assholes, Charlie Brown. For the past 48 years, this is an article, The Baller Lifestyle. I'm not really sure what. Past 48 years, America's a Watch. It's perfect, perfect article for this. Um, it's 
great pumpkin charlie brass people that don't know use words like heartwarming charming or traditional the word they should be using is horrified anyone that can separate their six-year-old self look at this group of deplorable children and realize this cartoon is a 25 minute snapshot the depths of humanity here's a list of each characters um, from the least to most offensive uh, I'm not going to read all these, but Charlie Brown comes in the least offensive. <laughs> uh, they're bobbing for apples now. Um, I love when people stand up to Lucy. She's the voice of reason when it comes to a lot, but... How did Snoopy get in that tub? You didn't see him sneak in. Let's go back to this article for a second. Uh... This loser is the glue that holds Peanuts gang together. Charlie's supposed to be both the moral compass and the voice of reason, but how are we supposed to believe in a guy who doesn't know how to cut two holes in a sheet of his ghost costume? He's already showed an extreme lack of imagination by going as a ghost. The least he could do is get it right. Um, <laughs> Pigpen comes in at number 10. Pe Patty. Peppermint Pat. This is just Patty, huh? She gets on barely any screen time. Snoopy, Schroeder, who's now playing his piano. Schroeder doesn't say a word, but his actions um, speak volumes. We all know guys who whip out an acoustic guitar at parties and are insufferable douchebags, but what about guys who bring a piano? What kind of pretentious asshole brings a piano to a party? <laughs> it's not like he was playing sing-alongs either. This kid was playing a World War I British music hall song by himself. Creeping everyone out, piano man. Very true. Linus comes in at sixth as the least assholish. Hmm, I wonder what this says. Let's read it. Uh, Linus starts the special by destroying a leaf pile that probably took hours to rake. I already covered that. His first reaction after shitting all over his buddy's handiwork is to complain about his ruined lollipop. I, you could think I, you would think I wrote this article. Most disturbing thing about Linus is the way he preaches about the Great Pumpkin. Um, he tells non-believers they'll be sorry for ignoring the visit. Great Pumpkin doesn't. Sh Great Pumpkin doesn't show. He starts ranting about next year. Don't like the blanket fool you. <laughs> Linus is a lunatic. <laughs> accurate. Very accurate. Uh, Sally comes in at five. Um, again, nothing that I haven't covered. The neighbors. A lot of that. I should have. This is good. Uh, every neighbor gang visits while trick-or-treating throws candy in the kids' bags. Narius, nice costume comment to be heard. Um, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, <laughs> to top it off, each one of those neighbors gave Charlie Brown rocks as a treat. What assholes. Yes, we've established a really screwed up cutting, <laughs> really screwed up cutting those ghost holes. Um, Lucy got nothing but candy and she was wearing a store-bought mask and hat. Um, keeps rocks in their house. <laughs> Can't think of already. Violet comes in at number three. Mr. and Mrs. Van Pelt. Um, not really sure who those must be the owners of the pump. pump. Oh no, that's the parents. Um, anyway. Lucy comes in as the most insufferable character. I did not see that coming. I mean, yes, yeah, she's insufferable. Let's read. Let's read this one. This is. The, I'm gonna post this this article. I hope you guys are still listening to this. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if you're not. 
uh, Zeluski is number one. It's rare that you come across the person who's zero redeeming with zero redeeming qualities. Um, from the get-go, Lucy's bossing her younger brother around, uh, forcing him to carry the pumpkin, heaviest pumpkin. When he later falls from dizziness, she gets mad at him. Blah blah blah. Lucy, she gets an invite. Charlie Brown gets an invite to the party. She <laughs> quickly tries to extinguish his enthusiasm. Um, she won't rest until Charlie Brown's humiliated. Lucy Van Pelt is a psychopath. Hmm. Interesting take. Sally going off on Linus now. What did she expect? The great pumpkin is not a real thing. <laughs> What's the meaning of this whole story? What is the happy ending to this whole story? Every peanuts. These kids are just psychos. Oh, she's ranting now. She's giving her one of her famous Linus S. speeches. <laughs> Charlie Brown here to try tricks or treats. <laughs> He's still going on about it. He's still going on about it. The Great Pumpkin. Like, he's got to know that Santa Claus doesn't come to your house if you're awake. He, like, the Great Pumpkin's not real. Why would he think that he could sit up all night? Where did he get this information that you have to wait up for the Great Pumpkin? Now he's second-guessing himself. <laughs> I think the best part of the story is coming up. Right, yep, right now. Four o'clock in the morning, you can see on the clock, it's 4 a.m. Lucy tucked warmly away in bed. And this is why I don't think she's the most insufferable character. Um, she's direct. She's to the point with um, with everything, but she's not, like, she cares. She's out, She woke up, she set an alarm to go out and get him at four o'clock in the morning, knowing that her brother was, was going to do this. Look at him shivering like a dummy. Great pumpkin's not real, buddy. <laughs> Here's Lucy picking up the pieces. I think she's quietly a very nice person, just the type of person that is too direct with people. We all know people like that, that are just too direct with people sometimes. Um, you know, just just too direct, and you, you don't know how to talk to him. You don't know how to approach him sometimes. So, like I like I asked, what's the happy ending just now? When you think um, you're going to get the story is going to be redeemed, there's going to be some kind of happy ending, some kind of surprise for Linus from somebody. Um, you know, Charlie Brown's trying to smooth things over with Linus. He's like, I've done some stupid things too. Right here. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life too. And then Linus goes berserk. And this is it. <laughs> this is how it ends. He just ends in a blind rampage. <laughs> it's just ranting. Just ranting. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I, for my money, for me, 
the Gar the Garfield Halloween special again remains to be uh, just better in my opinion. I don't hate this cartoon, but it's <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how beloved it is. If you just take the nostalgia out of it, just step back and look at it. Um, <laughs> what wh what's the story? What is good about this? It's not. There's no happy ending. There's no Linus doesn't get a surprise from the Great Pumpkin. Everybody's a dick to Charlie Brown per usual. Um, yeah, so I just I don't see it. I don't see it. At least with Garfield, the Garfield Halloween special, they go on an adventure. Um, you know, they go to the haunted house and but at the end, you know, they find the the mean man. And this is just me kind of off the top of my head. I haven't watched it yet this year, but um, they ended up spending time with with the old man who was just lonely. You know that that's what I remember about the. So it, it ended on a, a happy note. Um, again, I just I don't I don't get <laughs> the the unbridled love for um, it's a great pump. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Um, yeah, so that's my that's my color commentary on on it. Um, if you stuck around to this point, I appreciate it because I know this, unless you're watching the cartoon along with me, um, very dry episode. I get it. Um, but those are my thoughts. I uh, wanted to give them to you real time. Do watch it. I do hope you will line this up with, you know, put it on your Alexa, put it on your, your app. I'm sure you'll be able to get it on your Alexa, uh, to watch while you're, um, listen to while you're watching the cartoon anyway i'm going to start wrapping things up this episode's going a little long uh the who you got games are currently posted they were a little late posting but i did post them um the week eight games uh wisconsin versus ohio big weekend of football um wisconsin versus ohio state we're going to do auburn and lsu notre dame versus michigan oklahoma state versus iowa state oklahoma versus Kansas State. In the NFL, we're doing Eagles and Bills, Browns and Patriots, Dolphins and Steelers on Monday night, Packers and Chiefs on Sunday night, and Chargers and Bears. Yeah, so I hope you had fun. Um, trying not to talk too, too loud because I am in a hotel. But again, this is my first remote episode. Um, traveling for work, so just wanted to had had the thought for maybe I'll just do a watch the great pumpkin charlie brown and react in real time so it's going to help if you watch the, the episode while you're listening to this um yeah if you want to get in touch with us follow us on facebook uh drink it over is our facebook page instagram you can follow us at drink it overcast if you want to email us email us at drink it overcast at gmail.com listen to us through itunes or google play i drink it over even quick drink it all comes through one feed um or listen to us through tune, tune in or alexa at drink it over podcast hope you enjoyed it i will talk to you again very soon when we get out of here wrap it up have a great weekend we will be back very very soon have a great night guys bye